There are now more than 2,000 diabetes management apps available in the various app stores. There's only one of those digital therapeutics programs that has been recognized by the American Diabetes Association for quality self-management education and support. It's available in 10 languages and is the number one most downloaded diabetes management app in multiple countries. That app isn't part of a system that's made available by a global healthcare company. It's actually part of a diabetes solution created by a small, not-quite-four-year-old American startup called OneDrop. How is that possible? Hello, and welcome to DataPoint, the podcast where we focus on all the ways that data and analytics are driving innovation in healthcare. I'm your host, Greg Matthews. Our guest this week is Jeff Dotches, the founder and CEO of OneDrop. Jeff has a tremendous entrepreneurial history, starting companies like Razorfish and the Dotches Group. Like many who have come from successful backgrounds as business people and technologists, Jeff decided to turn his attention to healthcare. But unlike most, he's seen extraordinary success in just a few years. As I talked to Jeff about OneDrop and why it's so different, it struck me that he's a man who truly seems grateful to be engaged in work that makes life tangibly better for thousands of people every day. And that gratitude is a very powerful driver and motivator. Without further ado, here's my interview with the CEO of OneDrop, Jeff Dotches. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. Jeff, thanks so much for being with us on the Data Point podcast today. Thanks for having me, Greg. Absolutely. So you and I have actually known each other for a while, and um, you're actually one of the reasons that I moved to Austin eight years ago um, as you were running the Dotches Group here at that time and uh, really kind of revolutionizing the way the industry was thinking about social and analytics and all kinds of interesting things. But since then, you've gone on to found OneDrop and I wonder if you could give us a little bit of the story about how you came to be not only a successful entrepreneur, but now a successful entrepreneur in the healthcare business uh, and as a product manufacturer, which is a little bit different from what uh, what you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I think, you know, healthcare was probably the last place I would have ever imagined me starting a business in. So mm-hmm. the fact that I'm here now is, an, is I think, you know, a, a, an interesting journey. And, it, and it's been a journey. I was living in Austin, Texas. You know, I eat great. I'm a, I'm a marathoner. Um, I really enjoy running. And I fancied myself to be relatively healthy um, and also not really engaged in the healthcare system in any meaningful way, just with normal annual checkups and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I found myself... I'm feeling like super sluggish. And then I I lost like 20 pounds in a very short period of time in like eight weeks. Um, and, and I was, I was, I was just like, wow, what, you know, I've been, I've been trying to lose these 20 pounds for a long time and <laughs> it's finally working. Um, but I noticed that I, you know, I, I was, I had, I had in essence all of the symptoms of diabetes and I, I asked my nephew, um, who happens to be a physician, uh, what, I, what I might be going through that I don't have these, all these symptoms. And he said, you know, dude, you got diabetes. And I said, how can I have diabetes? And he said, you better go get checked. So then I went to my doctor there in Austin um, and he said, you got diabetes. <laughs> wow. Um, I went to see a specialist later that afternoon uh, right there off of Mopac and in Texas diabetes. 
and um, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And the, the, the process really for me was going in and um, them reviewing my blood tests. And then um, I got an insulin pen and a prescription. And about six minutes later, I was out the door. And <laughs> I was like, wow, I, I, <clears throat> this is a life-threatening condition that I'm now forced to deal with alone. Wow. And I went home and I, I, um, I cried. I mean, I, I, I didn't know what to do. I, I was terrified. I, I, I didn't, I, you know, sort of like this black velvet cloth over my, over my whole persona all of a sudden, like I, I felt completely disempowered and I, d- I didn't know what to do. Yeah. You know? So, um, I threw a little kind of pity party for myself for a couple of days and then napped out of that and said to myself, you know, if I'm going to have this thing, I'm going to own it. Mm. And um, I started learning very quickly about, about my diabetes. And I fortunately, you know, went back in three days later, you know, I, I don't know if you know anything about the blood glucose values, but I had a, like a 480, 70 to hundred is normal blood glucose values. And I went in with a 480 when I was diagnosed Wow. Um, which is extremely high. Oh, yeah. And, um, but three days later, I kind of went back for my checkup and they were like, you know, you're under control now. How, 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 did, how did you do this? You're, we don't know anybody that does this. And I, I said, well, I, here's what I'm doing and here's how I'm doing it. And, and um, they said, great, keep it up. And then I really started thinking to myself, you know, if, if I'm, you know, thinking about diabetes in a different way, I wonder if there's, you know, an opportunity to bring the skill sets that I've had in digital user experience and mm-hmm. technology creation and big data analytics to, to the diabetes industry. And I started noodling on this idea and, you know, we had just sold the comp- my last company and I talked to my wife about starting another company and, you know, she's like, ah, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. And she should know better way. by now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do not do this. <laughs> um, and I couldn't get, get this idea out of my head. I, I just couldn't, I was, I was waking up, you know, energized with ideas and mm. I, you know, I, I, I know the spidey sense of when I'm onto something and, uh, uh, I started sort of doing more research on it. I started talking to a lot of people about the industry, learning more about approaches, um, you know, and and really then came up with the idea for what is now OneDrop, um, and decided to start the company and and uh, have been kind of blowing and going ever since. So for for those listeners who aren't as familiar, can you tell us a little bit about what OneDrop is, um, how it works? You know, we've uh, talked about continuous glucose monitoring on this show before we've talked about insulin pumps, you know, there's sort of an established industry, uh, you know, creating supplies and processes targeted at, at folks with type one diabetes. How, how is one drop different? So first and foremost, I, I don't think I, I, I articulated this. I have type one diabetes. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't diagnosed with type two diabetes, which is a different condition resulting in the same thing, which is high blood mm-hmm. sugar. Um, Type 1 diabetics have a broken pancreas that doesn't produce insulin. Type 2 diabetics have a functioning pancreas that produces insulin, but your cells in your body don't absorb that insulin efficiently. Mm-hmm. So that's called insulin resistance. And please let me say, I have type 1 diabetes. And so, mm-hmm. but when thinking about one drop, we really were looking at a view that 
individuals with diabetes, both type 1 and type 2, did not have access to the pieces of data and information that they need to make choices every day. Mm. So a person with type 2 diabetes needs to make choices every day about the food or exercise or medication they take. And a person with type 1 diabetes has a more sort of more hyper hyper tuned in sense of the decisions they need to make around insulin, uh, food and, and medications that they take and physical activity as well. And so you'd think, obviously, we're in a modern society. All of that information should be accessible to you right on your mobile phone. You should be able sure. to access glucose information, food, calorie, carbohydrate information, uh, medication. How much medication am I taking? What is the impact of that medication on my blood, mm-hmm. blood glucose values? And then, of course, um, you know, blood, blood glucose values. And yet there was not anything in market, nothing in market that allowed you to bring together the glucose information from your glucose meter, whether it be a continuous glucose meter for type ones or a, a blood glu- regular blood glucose meter for type twos. Insulin pumps that people use in type one uh, or, or, or manual injections in, in type one or syringes or all of those things, all of those things impact your blood glucose values. And, and, and there was no way to have that information in your phone. Food and calories, one of the biggest drivers of diabetes uh, uh, glucose value. The thing that makes you have high blood glucose is food, Mm -hmm. right? There was no ability to track the amount of food that I was eating relative to my blood glucose values. And then go on to to take that even further, physical activity, another big thing that impacts blood glucose values. And yet I have these sensors on my phone that track everything that I do, everywhere I go, all of my physical activity. And yet there was nobody making use of that data to provide information to people with diabetes. And so mm-hmm. I thought, this is idiotic. I got to be able to bring all these things together. So that really was the, was the, impetus, the first impetus of, of the first iteration of one was bringing together the data that matters to me as a person with diabetes so that I can make better choices. And we evolved that to become, in, in essence, a data collection and aggregation platform, because it's nice to say that I want to do things with data. But if you don't have access to the data or people don't enter the data, then you don't have any, then there's nothing useful, right? <laughs> so we made it super easy to ingest all that data. We made gorgeous hardware product to encourage people to utilize the product. We made the test strips for one drop so inexpensive and unlimited quantities that people wouldn't have an economic hurdle to testing. We integrated it with Apple Watch and with Fitbit and with Siri and with Alexa and with all of the health connected health devices that are out there so that we could ingest all of that data to help you make better choices. Um, and then more broadly now, just in the last year, we've developed um, the algorithms to produce glucose predictions for people and predictive insights to give people an idea, not only what's going to happen to them, but what should they do about that information once they have it. And that's really kind of the forward leaning view of OneDrop now. And we marry that with your own personal diabetes coach in app, your own dedicated human coach that you can ask questions that you can uh, engage with, you know, anytime, two, four, seven, three, six, five, that you um, that 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 is it powered by the, the American Diabetes Association's only digital accredited uh, diabetes self management program. Wow! And so we've kind of got a curriculum. We've got coaching. We've got AI powered insights and predictions. We've got this gorgeous data collection um, system, and it's all 
to drive relentless improvements for the lives of people with diabetes. That's what we do every day. That's pretty amazing. And I was really, I was curious about the coaching aspect of it because, you know, you talked about the fact that you had a few minutes with your doctor getting a diagnosis and then sent out the door. That's pretty rough for a condition that actually takes a lot of pretty intense management uh, in order to get under control. How important has that coaching aspect been uh, to the OneDrop users? I, I think coaching is a crucial you know, component of driving healthier outcomes. Um, I get about an hour a year with my doctor in 15-minute increments, maybe yeah. less. Um, and the doctor really doesn't have time to really engage me in the psychosocial aspects of diabetes care, the depression, the shame, the stigma, mm. the food, the family events, all of the things that happen in real life the 8,759 hours a year that I'm not at the doctor. <laughs> right. And one drop coaches are there for you to help you all the rest of the time so that when you do go to the doctor, you're having an empowered experience. I know what's happening to me. I know what I've been doing. I've been tweaking. I've been managing. I've been struggling. And I know where the opportunities are. And I'm going into the doctor feeling both empowered, one. And two, I'm going into the doctor with better results. I mean, OneDrop users yeah. are showing clinically better results than they were without OneDrop. So and let's come... kind of the, the reason why we wake up every day. Yeah. So we're going to come back to that. We're going to take a quick break, um, but we're going to be right back with Jeff Dotches, the CEO of OneDrop. So stick around. Hey, everybody. This is Reed Smith. And this is Chris Boyer. And we are co-hosts on a show called Touchpoint, which is a podcast that's dedicated to the discussions on digital marketing and online patient engagement strategies, not only for just hospitals, but health systems and physician practices. In every episode, we'll dive deep into a variety of topics on digital tools, solutions, strategies, and other things that are impacting the healthcare industry today. And while you listen to this show, we would certainly love you to check out ours. All you have to do is swing on over to touchpoint.health for more information, and also some of the other shows that are featured on the Touchpoint Media Network. And we are back. You're listening to the Data Point Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Matthews, and we're here today with Jeff Dotches from OneDrop. Jeff, as we were going into the break, you were talking about the fact that OneDrop users are, you know, going in to see their doctors, A, empowered uh, to have a, a much higher level of dialogue with their physicians, but two, they're coming in with better results. They're they're showing up healthier. And I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of the outcomes that you've seen, uh, th that OneDrop users have seen. Uh, in, in the last few years. Great. You know, it's a really interesting subject because we believe that we need to validate our approach and the results that we achieve clinically through, you know, relentless sort of peer-reviewed studies, papers, uh, presentations. Um, OneDrop has, I think, now 15 separate instances where we've done clinical studies and presented or published that information for in peer-reviewed journals or peer-reviewed uh, conferences and events. And so we've been very rigorous about our approach. We've also used a spectrum of both self-reported data, passively collected data through our OneDrop meter, mm -hmm. um, 
randomized control trials where we've done control arms plus one drop intervention arms plus one drop plus other types of therapies like one drop plus insulin. And so we've got a broad base of, of you know, completely from self-reported to, to, to completely, you know, randomized control trials mm-hmm. um, proving sort of one drop's efficacy across the board. People lower their blood sugars in, in just a few short weeks uh, on one drop. And whichever approach you want to take or whichever um, study you want to look at, all of our, uh, you know, evidence has been peer-reviewed and, and, you know, thoroughly vetted. And so it's exciting to be able to say this now digital therapeutic offering, an app plus coaching plus, you know, an open ecosystem of hardware and software devices that, that ingest data and then automated decision support deliver better results for people. Now, that is actually... And at a lower... That is a really unusual thing for a company that is as consumer focused or as patient focused as you are and and a not insignificant investment i would imagine on your part um to continue to participate and to leverage the one drop uh, ecosystem for those kind of studies is that something that that your users have responded to is that something that uh, has been important to them as they're making the decision about going with one drop you know our our business to business customers, our, our insurers or self-insured employers are very interested in ensuring that we can deliver outcomes. So we've mm. gone through the expense and effort to make sure that's the case. It turns out that the users, um, are not that interested in the clinical results. They, they really, they don't seem to care as much. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a strange thing. They, they care about the style and the convenience and the price and the user experience being delightful. And those are the things that they value. And when they have a delightful user experience and convenience and things like that, they end up engaging in their diabetes more and end up achieving better results. And so <laughs> I guess it's not it's that surprising when you put it in that context. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, give something to people that they like, they'll use it. And if they use it, they're going to see better results. Um, yep. Give something to people that they don't like. Even if that thing delivers clinical results in a lab, they're not going to use it. They're not going to achieve the results. And the end self-insured employer or insurance company or payer system isn't going to achieve the economic results that they, that they would have expected from, a different, from that therapeutic pathway. And so our whole ethos is around relentlessly focusing on you know, the humility and um, empathy needed to serve the people that have diabetes, that have weight loss problems, that have hypertension, mm. that have heart disease, and create an, a user experience for them that is just delightful to use. Yep. Um, and if we succeed at that, you know, if we succeed at bringing that humility and deep sense of empathy for the condition that, and, the, and the experience that these people have, then we will have created an experience that people use and, and achieve the clinical outcomes that we've described. That's yeah, it's amazing. And honestly, I think you referenced this earlier, but I have to believe that a big part of being able to deliver that kind of experience and certainly that kind of results has to do with the fact that you're marrying together in this platform data that is from a very different uh, sources, very different types of data, you know, data about exercising and data about what I'm eating uh, and how I'm sleeping is very different than the data that's coming in through a test strip. 
Can you talk a little bit about the data in the system, how you're integrating it, the importance of the artificial intelligence applications that you've built on top of it? Um, you know, given that this show is about uh, data driving innovation in healthcare, I'd love to talk a little bit about the value of the data and, um, you know, how you're working with it. It's a great question. And you hear a lot about AI and big data and machine learning, almost to the point of, you know, hilarious cliche, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is that there's a lot of stuff out there that just sounds like nonsense. Um, and, and the industry itself, the diabetes industry and more broadly healthcare has been an industry that delivers point solutions that treat symptoms. Mm. So my blood glucose is high, so I'm going to deliver an insulin that brings my blood glucose down. Yep. But there hasn't been an interest in building systems. So taking point solutions and weaving them together into systems that end up helping people solve problems, not treat symptoms. Mm. And so what you've got industry-wide, at least in diabetes, is a lot of focus on the best point solution, but not a lot of focus on bringing together those solutions into a system that helps alleviate the problem in the first place. Yep. Because if I know more about food that I'm eating and I know its impact on my blood glucose values, I can make a choice to not eat something and thus then not need to take as much insulin and then thus have steadier blood sugars that leave me in a better condition Yep. versus having to eat whatever I want, take a lot of insulin and then suffer the consequences of a, of a, of a life-threatening drug. And so my point being is that the data-driven approach that OneDrop has taken in ingesting all of the different types of data that you have and then making use of it to deliver both predictions and predictive insights that are actionable for the user is, I think, unique in our industry and one that I hope that my colleagues across the board in every aspect of healthcare delivery, you know, begin to embrace. We, we are humble in our understanding of what we can do, um, yet we're excited about the prospect of the initial kind of effort that we've made in bringing really low cost data-driven insights at 8,759 hours a year that I'm not at the doctor so that the individual is feeling again, empowered and engaged in their self-care so that when they need the symptom treating healthcare system, they're, they're coming at it from a different perspective. And that's what I'm hoping our data-driven approach to diabetes management is able to achieve. We're, I think we're, you know, we, we've begun to take baby steps. We're the first company in market with um, glucose predictions. We're the first company in market with predictive insights around diabetes care. We're moving across multi-condition management and comorbidities attached to diabetes. Wow. We're doing this all right from your mobile phone. Um, and it's pretty exciting. I mean, I have to say, we're really excited about this. It's tremendous. And as we're wrapping up, Jeff, I want to note um, for the listeners, I encourage you to go out and take a look at OneDrop.today. Uh, you can get a sense of some of the things that Jeff has been talking about relative to the design of the product and the function of the system, uh, the, the the platform. It's really, uh, it's very exciting. And Jeff, 
I'm so grateful to you uh, for spending some time with us today and helping us to understand a little bit about your vision. For people who want to know more about OneDrop, you know, maybe they are institutions, maybe they're uh, self-insured employers who are interested in OneDrop for their employee base. Uh, how can those folks find out more about OneDrop and engage in uh, some of the great work that you're doing? They can visit OneDrop.today, um, which is our consumer website. And then you can also go to, I believe it's results.onedrop.today and contact us about a demo and uh, bringing, you know, sort of the OneDrop experience, an amazing consumer diabetes management experience to all of your employees or your healthcare system or your insured populations, because we do a really good job at getting people engaged uh, and uh, lowering their A1Cs and feeling healthier and more empowered as they approach their conditions. Outstanding. Jeff, thank you so much for being a guest today. Oh, thanks so much, Greg. Thanks for having me. And anytime, uh, love love to come back whenever you have. Thanks so much for listening to the Data Point Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please do rate, review, and share it with your social network. It means a lot. And if you have ideas for show topics or guests, please email them to me at greg at healthquant.health or send a direct message to at Chai Moose on Twitter. That's C-H-I-M-O-O-S-E on Twitter. For more information about this show or any of the terrific healthcare podcasts in the Touchpoint Media Network, check them out at touchpoint.health. See you next time. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.